Welcome to Through the Wire. Through the Wire. The Woo. season is continuing, y'all, man. We thought there was there was a chance that yesterday was the last game of the season, but we, we will play on game six and potentially game seven. We'll talk about that. Uh, before we get into actual basketball talk, we got to promote a few things. We did an episode of another bonus episode of Through the Wire that you may have missed because it wasn't released on the normal release date. Yesterday, we had um, Phoenix Suns guard Javon Carter on the show. He was an amazing guest. And I think we talked about it yesterday, but it didn't feel, it wasn't like an interview. He was literally like the fifth host of the show, which is really cool. Um, he was very open. Everything we asked him, he, he answered. And uh, overall, it was a great show. So I recommend checking that out. It's here on the YouTube channel, and it's also on the audio platforms as well. Um, how, what do y'all think about the Javon interview? It was good. Uh, like you said, the fifth guest is, and I think that's what we strive for. We don't strive to have like the, so... How was it when we not trying to do like an outside yeah. the lines interview? You know what I mean? Like we just trying to chill, talk, have conversation, get players point of view and some of the things that we discuss, like analytics or, you know, just basketball things. And that was dope. I always find it funny watching the comments. Like I saw a comment that was like, he don't look like he want to be there. And we talked about that in the Xbox party, KB. And it was probably like, and it was like the funny thing, like, that I don't understand it at all because he literally asked to be there. <laughs> so it's like, what are you even talking about? Like, you know what I mean? Um, but that just goes to show somebody probably didn't really watch the full uh, thing. He probably watched the first 30 seconds. Um, but it was dope. Uh, and I can't wait to do that with more players going forward in the future, hopefully. Um, and I know that was just something that the, they've been wanting for a long time. But it was dope. And shout out to the team. Shout out to the guys because – uh, Javon was here working out uh, probably about some weeks ago. I linked up with him. We talked about the podcast. He had to do some stuff when he was here. Then he went back um, to wherever he was going and hit me up. Uh, it was like, you want to do it? It was like a quick notice, and I hit the boys up. It was like, yo, he said he's trying to do it tomorrow. Y'all want to? It wasn't a day we normally do things. All the guys was ready. We came in less than like an, a day's notice. Well, I mean – there was conversation, so they knew in the back of their mind it would happen eventually, but still to be ready to do it um, in that short amount of time. Good shit, fellas. Um, it, it was definitely like, it, it felt chill as hell. And I mean, it, it's always super cool when you get a basketball, pers- like an actual NBA perspective when you talk about a bunch of these topics. And then also we found stuff that we didn't even know, you know, a lot, of, especially like the, you know, the, the hard work and the grinders, not that just people that are coming in there, they're like the top lottery picks that are kind of, you know, given a lot of stuff. Like he had to work hard for a lot of, you know, the things that he, he had earned. I didn't know that, you know, when you're playing in the G League, you're kind of be, unlike almost like a two-way deal almost, you, you're kind of traveling back and forth, right? right? He said he had 12 games in 14 days. Hmm. Like and days he had off, he was spending fine. Exactly, like. You, it, that stuff you're really not going to find just reading an article or something like that. That's what you have to find from, you know, the the soul. Through the Wire podcast, yeah. So you find yeah. Exactly. No, yeah, man. It was it was an amazing interview. He was open. He was free. I, I like the fact that he just felt so comfortable just to talk to us and the fact that he was he was a Chicago native, so he was able to ask him stuff like Uncle Remus or Harold's and stuff like that. And he was he able- had to say for real, for real, like a, a whole bunch of times. But I was like, yeah, that's that Chicago. And I'm like, exactly. It was just like he was just like another <laughs> homie in the in the in the, in the uh, podcast, bro. And it was no Hollywood shit either. Yeah, you know what I mean, we ain't had to talk to no no agency. We didn't go to house highlights. Listen, look, hey, cuz I'm trying to do the podcast. I bet beautiful. My question to Derek is: Is he the best guest to ever be on Through the Wire? 
I don't know. What? <laughs> the other one, he says so for surely, though. Yo, Derek, I, I got a thing for you, bro. The, the cheat meal food thing is your lane. That's like <laughs> yo shit. Like that, you have to drive that in every food time man. we talk to somebody. Because it's a thing now, especially after Spencer Dinwiddie told us a waffle. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, I, your goal got to be like getting Damian Lewis cheat meal, right? <laughs> and then uh, maybe he got a good ass cheat meal. Your ass can copy or something like that. I need LeBron's cheat meal. That's the ultimate goal. Yeah, that's your goal as a professional guy. Bro, his cheat meal got to be a triple triple cheeseburger, extra fast, large chocolate milkshake, a Shirley Temple on the side, like. He definitely, he a big dude, man. I expect him to eat a lot of food on his cheese. Yeah, he's probably getting one of those nice, big-ass Philly cheesesteaks. Mm. You see cancer. Cancer be eating, like, eight burgers. No, yeah, facts. It's like mm. three meals in one sitting type stuff. Aaron Baines be looking like he be what he be eating good, too. Shout he out to Aaron Baines. He always on the grill. He always on the grill. Yeah, he be man. on the grill. Yeah. This guy be whipping shit up, bro. He definitely, he definitely a meat lover. Yep. Uh, so let's get to let's get to the finals, man. Game five. Uh, wow, what, what a game was that? I mean, it was like the best game in the finals for sure. Potentially the best game of the entire bubble, considering all the stakes. You know, Miami lose, they go home. Um, they win, they live to see another day, and then it came down to the last couple shots. We'll talk about things that we loved, we hated, all the moments because it was so many of them throughout this game. So much so that like after each game i do like a post game video and i felt like i was forgetting a lot of shit when i was recording that video and one thing i forgot was to give a lot of love to kendrick nunn because in game four kendrick nunn was like unplayable he was taking all the shots he wasn't playing defense he was doing this and he was doing that he was getting a shot blocked by anthony davis three times and then in game five those shots were falling you know those shots the same exact shots that he was attempting was actually going in and i mean dramatic difference in his overall impact no, yeah, that's just that. That's that's. I think that's that Chicago mentality. You gonna keep shooting the ball. We, I mean, us personally, like when we hooping, we not gonna stop shooting. It don't kill us. <laughs> I don't know if that's like, really a Chicago maybe, thing or just like a hooping thing. You just shoot. Like, maybe when yeah. you shoot, when you hooping, you don't stop shooting, do you? No, but I feel like everybody has that. Goal. That's fair. That should be the goal for everybody. Is, yeah, I mean, if you're if you playing basketball, open, you're just gonna you got to shoot through the slumps. Some people their confidence get a little shook, and then they don't they feel a little hesitant. He had a different little swagger to his guys from Chicago. Chicago. So, so you saying out of all the times we ever played somebody, they always shot through their slumps because we were playing in Chicago. <laughs> I guarantee if you go to almost any other place, they will do the same thing while they're playing basketball. And that's, I, I, yeah, I think a part of that is the co the confidence from the coach. Spoke put him back out there, you know what I mean? And uh, obviously, he was encouraged to take those shots. But the Chicago thing, come on now, demon. I know. I know. All, all of the shots are so line drive that it just looked like they're gonna be bricking. But right, it goes in, it goes in. Yeah, I mean, again from game six. Yeah, I mean they're they're gonna need a like just consistent efforts from a lot of their their players to stay in there. They're going to need yeah, a big – they're going to need a big triple-double from Jimmy. They're going to need a 20-point effort from somebody that's uh, a Duncan Robinson or a somebody. They're going to need a 20-point effort from They're going to need good game from They you just need a lot for them to pull out the W like they did the last Bro, two. I, I honestly believe that you are way too relaxed considering the things that I'm, we've seen in the series. Hey, man, I – like I said, they it has to be a lot of things that go right, right for them to win and uh, wrong things wrong for us. So for what us was that for the Lakers today? Because the first time Anthony mm -hmm. Davis had his worst game of playoff history and, and Jimmy Butler had the best game of his career. Those are the two things that had to happen. This time around, Jimmy Butler had another great game. 
Right. Uh, but what what are those things for the Lakers that you saw that like you don't think will happen again in the series? I mean, we were literally right. It was basically a one shot difference, and that shit came down to a Danny Green miss. And then plus, we also got a second chance. And I'm I'm okay with the the LeBron people saying that he should have shot the ball. I get that. First of all, the way he if he was ISOed up and it was just a one on one, okay, yeah, shoot that ball. But they had a little pick and roll action. He got downhill. It was it was like four defenders around him. He made the right play. I you got if I think you got to live with that being an open shot at the end of the day, regardless if you know if it goes in or not. It was an open shot. Let's have that conversation because I, I'm sure we may have some different views here, man. So you saying make the right ba- right basketball play and you live with the results. P, what do you think? I disagree um, to a certain extent. I'm always for making the right basketball play, but. You know, no disrespect to Danny Green and the thing, but he's been absolute terrible. This, this <laughs> but he like the same mentality though. If if we was playing a game and, and I was shooting terrible yeah. and I was no, wide no, open, no, would you no, still no, trust I, me to shoot the I, shot I, though? I, I, would you no, still trust me? No, you wouldn't I'm trust kidding. me to shoot the shot. So you're gonna take a shot. terrible shot, then rather just pass me the ball wide open. You have to understand. Put yourself in the same situation. If we're running all day and Tyler is being absolute dog shit, absolute. Tyler, that about. is Tyler. Right, and that is Danny Green. We didn't. Say that he gave it to Anthony Davis, the second best player on the team. <laughs> We're talking about a guy who's been complete ass the entire bubble, damn near. And you he has, he has, he and has been okay. ass, but he's been I'm right he's, for that game. But I'm not gonna be able to make he, my he point if you don't shot. let me make it. I'm not gonna be able to make my point if you don't let me make it. <laughs> I'm listening. Right. So we un- nobody is blaming LeBron for making the pass. The ideology that people are on Twitter or people like you trying to say that people are blaming him. Nobody's blaming him. I'm just saying that I would rather LeBron James take a contested shot close to the rim than Danny Green have that shot. Down by one, too. Down by one. I would rather that. And for you to say that you wouldn't when you sat on this podcast way before that shot and talked about how awful Danny Green has been is mind-blowing. It ain't KCP who took that shot who had a real good game. It ain't Anthony Davis, your second-best player. It's a guy who literally hasn't done shit. He Like, the, sh- the shot wasn't even almost in. It was, it was just – so I would just take the, the shot. air ball. Danny Green, Danny Green is shooting 25% from three in the finals right now. 25%. It's terrible. In that game. And how did Jimmy Butler get the lead for the, the Miami Heat the last – Take over time. He attacked and he got time. to the line. I'm just saying in that, in that scenario, in that play, I, that shot is going to be bad. You can say he can get to the rim, but – it doesn't look like it was for it's man but a bio sitting under the rim. He had two defenders chasing him and also a defender reaching. I don't think he's getting a good shot at the rim. I would like, that's putting that's putting the, that's would, putting pressure I on the officials to I, make a call. A shot close to the rim has never been a bad shot for LeBron James. Le, I want to hear Derek's opinion. So P say LeBron took the shot. Mike say uh uh let let the shot go up from Danny Green. Derek, what do you think? What I have to say is that I'm happy he didn't settle and take like a contested jumper and like give the bell the defense out. Then you could probably argue, like, okay, why is he doing this? But when he gets to the rim like that and he's at point blank range, I don't care who's around him. With his career and his history of like passing out and all that, I don't I don't know. I think when you got a point blank range layup and you have the opportunity to win a championship, I think you just have to take it and not rely on Danny Green. It wasn't Ray Allen he kicked it to, it was Danny Green. I feel you. So uh personally I think I agree with with y'all equally, right? So, like, of course, that is the best basketball. That is the right basketball play. It's something that LeBron has done throughout his entire career. He's going to make the, the right basketball play, right? But sometimes the right basketball play may not be the right play because he's LeBron James. If I drive to the lane and I'm triple teamed, 
it makes sense for me to pass it out because I'm Kenny Beecham and I'm 5'7". I'm not a freight train. But for LeBron in that situation, it may make sense to go up, especially based on how he, he was going up on this game. He has 40 points at this moment. There's multiple, multiple times where he went up for a layup in this game and he got his own rebound and went right back up for another layup. That could have happened in this situation. Again, we all talk in hypotheticals. You never really know. But I think I live more with knowing LeBron took that shot at the rim, regardless of him being surrounded by three people, than Danny Green, who, who can't hit anything. There's a point in the game where Danny Green had an open three on the wing. And instead of, no, not even that one, because he did oh. airball one too. But instead, <laughs> instead of that one, he took a dribble in to take a mid-range jumper, and he damn near airballed that one too. He couldn't hit a shot. And when me and my girlfriend watching this game, the timeout right before this play, uh, they took out Frank Vogel, took out Alex Caruso, put in Danny Green, and we both looked at each other like, they put Danny Green in the game right now? Like, honestly, if Alex Caruso was in that spot, would y'all be more confident with Alex Caruso at this moment in the in the series or Danny Green taking a shot? Alex Caruso at this point, but Alex Caruso was having a bad game too. No, Alex Caruso was not having a good game either. You're right. I think about be, shooting the ball. It would be equal. I, I like you know I, I agree with I think everybody's making good points especially at the point like I think it really just comes down to can he have gotten that shot at the rim or would he have had to take a, a tough fadeaway or something like that from what I've seen it looked like he would have had to shoot the ball mm-hmm. you know I I don't know if it was just like his steps were a little bit farther away. I also remember it was a lot of time on clock like it was yeah, five, see, I mean, I'm more I would be more upset not with the Danny Green miss but the but turnover the turnover on the second chance point LeBron is literally standing there like wide open, wide open. What, and nobody within four or five feet and that's my whole thing is I just like especially as a basketball fan because I, I I think the same way playing basketball especially as somebody who likes to score I know at the end of the day making the right play is always going to be the best thing to do you know and I, I can't fault somebody for making the right play but it's a damn shame when you can't when you just turn the ball over and you don't get a shot up. That's what hurts the most. Yeah, I mean, you're a very play. weird person. For for wow. you making the right play is right, because you're not LeBron James. LeBron James, that's <laughs> LeBron James taking that shot isn't the wrong play for LeBron James. The, the it's, reason it's, like, I mean, it's an okay shot that we changed like, the unknown shot. Tested fadeaways wasn't that. Yeah, for for another player, that's a bad shot. But Kobe. Is not a regular player. Like you remember that? Are you saying LeBron is Kobe? Now. He shot over that double team I, at the high post. Like I, I, I you, did you just hear that, Kibi? The loop around he went for that one was kind of weird. Like, but that's what I'm saying. It's just like that is LeBron's game is to make the right. That's what, what he's been doing no, his whole what career. Pierre, what Pierre is saying in this situation: if you are as great as you are, that shot is just a better shot at the end of the day. You know, you remember the picture of Kobe going up on four Chicago Bulls players? You can't be mad at that shot because he's fucking Kobe Bryant. <laughs> it's just it's just the way it is. I just want to know why why is it so tough for you to say something like that against the Lakers? You're so for the Lakers that you just tried to say that I said LeBron is Kobe now. Like, look at what you No, saying. but I'm saying it's just that I understand <laughs> if LeBron, if Kobe, if Kobe was in that moment or if Damian or somebody who's got a, like that killer, like, oh, I'm taking this last shot regardless. It don't matter if CJ McCollum is wide. I'm taking this shot. Yes, I understand taking that shot, but it's LeBron James. That's what he does. It's when, what I'm he not does. asking LeBron James to take the shots that they shot. I'm asking LeBron James in his domain. He's in his domain. He right. doesn't need to do any. The shot Damian shot on Paul George, I'm not asking him to shoot that shot. He's at the rim in the paint and to the point control made just that game. There was a bunch of instances where he missed this shit. I'm fucking I'm going up. And, you and the Heat are winning because Jimmy Butler said, I'm going to, 
attack and get to the line. So once they got LeBron the ball, I was like, oh, the Lakers going to win because when he goes to this rim, he's either going to make this layup or he's going to get fouled because they just gave Jimmy two on the other end. So I just know he's attacking. I, I'm not even prepared for a three. There's no way in hell I'm seeing a jump shot go up because if I'm the Lakers and Jimmy Butler just shot four consecutive free throws to give them the lead in the, in the last part of this fourth quarter, I'm going to do the same thing. I'm attacking. So, okay, LeBron hold. I don't know why the hell Danny Green came and set a screen, but okay. That okay. that was my whole thing. I say I'm, I'm cool. totally cool with ISO. I don't care if he takes a step back three, miss or whatever. You you take that last shot if it's the ISO though. But like but I now said, you're asking him to be Damian. I mean, the man was the man was killing all night from deep. The man was killing from deep. But you from just told me you just told me a bunch of those names and you don't want him to be there. Now you're saying you're fine with him. I want LeBron James. The ISO, that little ISO step back, that's LeBron James. Not a a super tough fadeaway in traffic between three people. Just a minute before that shot, I just went back to rewatch some of this. You remember that Mm -hmm. play? Jimmy, I mean, uh, uh, LeBron has Jimmy Butler on his ass, you know, in like the shallow corner. Mm -hmm. And then they bring the double. Right. LeBron gets to the rim, goes up. He hit the bottom of the rim. Remember that he hit the bottom of the rim, got his own rebound, and went right back up. That's just... That's the same thing we're just asking them to do. And again, at the end of the day, Mike, I understand what you were saying. LeBron is going to make the right basketball play. It is what it is. It is who he has been for 17 years. But but sometimes you just like, you're at the rim. Let's just make it happen. He was already there. I'm looking back at this picture one more time. I'm finna. At the picture, like, watch the play. Don't watch Don't look the, at the picture. The watch the play. I just want to see where he's taking off from. Because I want to see how close he is to the rim again. He's literally, at, just, he's literally at the rim. And then he throws it behind his head, dude. Danny but even, even in that situation, he didn't have to leave his feet in the moment. There's still, yeah, there's that, still that, a foot and a half of open right. space right there. Right. But that yeah, that's what I'm saying. A lot of people that, that are going against like this theory that LeBron takes a shot, they're looking at that play as if he has to take this shot that he's going into. He can make a pro high. It's a lot of different ways he can do it. There's still so eight time. seconds on the clock. Yeah, he, so much time. So so the idea that he's driving, he just got to throw the shot up and the way that his body's contorted in the picture that you're looking at. I don't like. We're, I'm not saying he has to shoot the ball that way. Get to the paint, get in there, and muscle your way in. And if not, shit, throw that bitch out and go back and get it. And 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 honestly, honestly, again, I'm more concerned or more upset about. If I was a Lakers fan, I'd be more upset about the second chance opportunity with not getting the yeah. shot up. I don't understand. And I mean, I guess I do understand why Marquise Morris is in the game because throughout the series, he has been pretty hot from deep. I understand that. This game specifically. Unplayable. I don't think he scored, and I think he damn near fouled Honestly, out. Honestly, I think I think they really just had him in because they just needed somebody that wasn't Dwight Howard or Javale, and they need something to stretch the floor. They should have. They could have. They could have put Kuzma They could have put Kuzma there, but I, I don't know. That that's a total brain fart, and it's easy for us to say because we're not up there in the finals with five seconds left doing all that stuff. Bro, but do you want to hear his box score? I mean, before oh. wait. Before even going into that, it's just like that. I think that last play was just broken to begin with. First of all, you going with they went with twelve. 13 seconds left, they started going into that play. Knowing it's just like, once you get LeBron going downhill, it's going to be instant almost. You know, something's going to happen. But even then, even then, it's not, it wasn't a bad thing because they end up getting the offensive rebound. So them going early opened up an opportunity for two possible shots instead of one. But Marquise Moore's stat line right here, we had zero points, 0 for 2 from 3. We had a rebound. That's good. Three turnovers, four fouls. Like was that like, the one rebound he got at the end of the game? Oh yeah, that, yeah, that, <laughs> that was his one. That was rebound. his only stat. <laughs> yeah, that right there. But that, that that makes me upset with Kuzma because Kuzma has to be better enough for them to trust him to be on the floor. Like Marquise, we're talking about how bad of a game Marquise Morris had, and yet he was still on the floor and not mm-hmm. Kuzma. 
So I need Kuzma to be better. Um, and it wasn't even just offensively for Kuzma. Last night, they, defensively, he was terrible too. It's just like, I mean, one thing we had praised Kuzma more, about. That's when LeBron was on his ass. But his LeBron's team. always on Kuzma's ass. Always on Kuzma. <laughs> uh, that was one thing we praised Kuzma about, especially when we got to the bubble. He was clamping up. He was like, okay, Kuzma's about to be, you know, a good defensive player for them because uh, he's going to have to run a lot of three and four. And just this game specifically, he just wasn't. Um, I know but I'm saying LeBron made the wrong play. I just right, because he, he didn't. That is the right play. Yeah, taking the shot is what I prefer when we're win or lose. Make that play throughout the course of the game, but I want, I want LeBron James taking a shot close to the rim if it's contested versus Danny Green, 25%. And can you imagine 40-plus points and the game winner? Come on, bro. In the, somebody, in the closeout finals game? Oh, man. Somebody asked CJ McCollum, would he, would he have passed a shot like LeBron? And he said, I'm not LeBron. I already know my mentality that I'm trying to score the ball. Mm-hmm. He said, I can't sit up here and say that Brian made the wrong play when it is the right play. He's just not – we're not the same person. And, yeah. I, and I think that's the consensus. I agree, right? I agree. Damian Lillard said something very similar. It's like, I don't really care. I'm going to take the shot. Mm-hmm. It's just like it's a different mindset. And, but they all did say that, of course, LeBron made the right play. The right play was made. They just thought that they would have personally taken the shot regardless. I, I and think they, that's they what people need to understand from this viewpoint is that nobody's saying that, that was the wrong play. Yeah. Right? Nobody. We're just saying we prefer LeBron that close to the basket to take the shot. That's all. Yeah, it's tough, though. I'll tell you that. I mean, I was ecstatic we signed Danny Green. I'm like, okay, because remember the, the whole story at the beginning of the year was like, y'all got one shooter. The other ones are kind of iffy. And then I, supposedly our best shooter is like, them are our worst right now. Right. LeBron <laughs> uh, been a better shooter than this man in the finals. And that's exactly. That's, that's the other part about this this loss is that like you have It's going to hurt him, bro. Game. You're not going to get LeBron doing this again. He's not yeah, going to shoot this well again. Crazy game. Another thing um, we didn't really mention is, I mean, Anthony Davis. Oh, 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 no, we're going to get to everything. Game. Yeah. But uh, LeBron James shooting sixty six percent from three, from like deep too. We ain't talking about foot on the line. He was like logo shooter. Boy shot the ball damn near better than Duncan Robinson. Rondo was pretty much non-existent. Dude, that's another thing I'm mad as hell about <laughs> Danny Green and KCP, bro. They done left Duncan like literally left Duncan Robinson open so many times, bro. Did they, they leave him, him open? Him or did there was times. There was times where he, they just looked away for a couple seconds, knowing you can't do that with Duncan Robinson, and he's just gone. You know he's gonna. <laughs> Any shooter. I was upset Rondo and LeBron let Kendrick Dunn get a real crucial offensive rebound and go up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Those little things, bro. Those be the little things that you look back on the film and be like, damn, how do we do that? How do we let that happen? But no, I know. I think I know the exact play you're talking about because they were, I think Jeff Hornacek called it the horns. They were running the small horns. Yeah. And then it was like a slip for Duncan and he just got a wide open three. Um, but let, let, let's transition to the Heat because we spent a lot of time talking about the Lakers and how they didn't win this game. Let's talk about how the Heat were able to win this game. And Duncan Robinson plays a big part of this. Um, one thing that I was saying is that, like, as long as his lungs is working, he's going to be super unguardable because he's going. He's going. He's going. He's going. And like Mike said, you take your eye off him for a second and boom, a shot's going off. No matter where he catches the ball, whether the ball is right here, the ball is up here, down here, he's going to he's gonna be able to catch it and release it immediately. And that is something that like is, is different than a lot of the other shooters. Like J.J. Reddick, I was listening to him talk about it. He was saying, like, if I catch the ball over here, I still have to center it to my body and get my feet straight and get it up. And that he does that quick. But Duncan, he could catch that bitch right here, and no matter what, it is going up. It doesn't matter. He finds a way to get his form mm-hmm. up. And it's incredible. Quick second, trigger, and it's like, boom, three. And that's from all that repetition, man. That's what, that's what that muscle memory comes from. No matter how, like, how you shooting the ball, 
you know exactly what to do with it and, and how to and finish it off. But he's special, man. He's super special. He's going to be in those tier of shooters, shooters, the dudes that they could be 0 for 10, but you better you better be right next to him as he's releasing that ball. Yeah. And so that he found something real special with him. I mean, like part of their offense revolves around him just running around screens and getting open. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I hear you. But I feel like next game, I think they need a big game for Bam out of body. I think they need him to, like, come out and be offensively there. I feel like mm-hmm. last game he missed a lot of bunnies at the rim. Mm-hmm. He really wasn't being aggressive. He had four assists, four rebounds. Usually he has way more in each of those categories. So I just need him to be a little bit better. Uh, They're going to need it in this game because they're going to be on Duncan Robinson. I don't. I highly doubt he's going to get 26. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe he can get, like, 15 or so with four mm-hmm. threes or something like that. But I don't think they got a 26 game. So you need your all-star to step up. And I Jimmy – I hope he comes out with that mentality that he has in this game, where he just you're not he's not gonna pass the ball. He's gonna be dominant and he gonna play make and do everything. He can't go out there just like a days ago. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping so, Demios. Um, Jimmy Butler had one of the greatest performances we've ever seen, um, especially in an underdog situation. But he's just so tired, man. He's yeah. so fired. It's, it's 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 getting to the point where it's it's so hard to continue to ask this from him or even expect it, which is why I, I I'm you know loving it because he's just taking it up. But I know that they had the two day rest last time, but now they playing right back tomorrow. So I don't know mm-hmm. if he's gonna have that same rest. Obviously, he's gonna be an off day today for him. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping they can get Drogic to be able to suit up. Um, I know even want him because isn't it just kind of like too crucial? And- I, I, that's what I was about to say. I, I was mm-hmm. about to say, I know that would be something people would say, but shit, at this point, bro, is hey, isn't he kind of just like a handicap on the court? I want, I want to say that. I think whenever you, you you just add an option on the floor, if Kendrick Nunn is playing terrible, or somebody's playing terrible, I I, I can I can sh- see if a, a, a half injured Goran Dragic can give me some points or give me some type of production if Kendrick Nunn is not doing nothing. Yeah, but if it, it's his foot though, Mike. It's kind of hard to move at a hundred percent when you're if, foot. If he's not gonna be able to play, he's not gonna play. That's why he ain't right. played any other game. So if he does play, that says that his foot somewhat better. Uh, he mm-hmm. he ain't gonna be out there limping because uh, if that was the case, he would have been. He would have been. Yeah, he wouldn't be. Yeah, so. If he's going to play, you're going to get him as a certain type of level of health that he's going to be able to play. Mm-hmm. They've shown that he's not going to play if he can't. Like, he would have played in his last game for sure. They, it was a consensus that they could go home. You know what I mean? So if he didn't play in the last game, if he can't play, he's not going to play. So him playing will, will say a lot. Um, but they only got a seven-man rotation, right? The only people that came off the bench for them last night was, what, Kendrick Nunn and Iggy. And Iggy. Yeah, I mean, Iggy just be coming in to play defense, literally. I'm actually surprised Kelly, o- Kelly O'Lennon plays so many like significant minutes for them throughout these playoffs. I'm actually and that's what I was trying to say about Bam. Like, Bam, Bam was out. Those minutes gone. He came right back. Mm-hmm. You just got to do what you, you – you know, you got to do what you got to do. Um, no, I, I agree with what you're saying, D-Mills, because last series, uh, Bam was their best player, right? He had a couple 30-point games and things like that. And since he's been back or even the game that he played in game one, he just hasn't done uh, much offensively. I mean, you're still mm-hmm. going to get good defense – I mean, the rebound has been kind of wishy-washy. Uh, he ain't had his all-star moment yet. Yeah. And I think that's something Lakers fans should be thinking about because he's due for it. He's definitely yeah. due for it. Now, you can say that the reason he ain't had that moment is because he's going against great exactly. def- big defenders. But you got to remember, Anthony Davis is guarding Jimmy Butler. I'm going to say the injury. It might, yeah, it might still be the injury. That he might be still out there hurting. Facts. That could be And I, I thought that, too. I was definitely like, they're going to need Bama Barrio to step up. And it could be because they're going against the Lakers, but I I, remember, I forget who it was, but it was one of these playoff games. He he was like undoubtedly the best player. Like 
even he even when he wasn't hitting you know the layup success and stuff he shot like 10 plus free throws because i mean the way their offense set up he gets a lot of times where he's just in that dunker spot or he gets nice looks to the rim so if he's aggressive i mean why not this dude could get 20 points off with free throws and everything no nah, the game you're thinking about is probably uh yeah, the closeout game against Boston, he had 32, 11 free throws, mm-hmm. 14 rebounds, five assists, couple blocks. Somebody smoking in there? Somebody on fire. Somebody nah, I, I like um, what I need Jimmy to do is actually like just because Anthony Davis on, I need you to stay aggressive. Like I felt like the last game mm-hmm. when they lost, when they put AD on him, he kind of like he kind of like tried to defer to his other guys because he felt like he couldn't be as aggressive against Anthony Davis. And I feel like this game, he came out and he was actually like more attacking him and like not bailing him out. So I think that's what he got to do. If he does that, then he's in, they, they in good position. Yeah. I mean, at this point, you just got to take what the defense is giving you. So I think Jimmy Butler's done a good job of that. I really like what he did down the stretch though. Um, Man, incredible. Mid range jumpers, they yeah, like it could be a stretch. And my bad if I cut you off, but like his game, the way he be going, because I mean, he doesn't really rely on that three ball. It reminds me a lot of Russell Westbrook. Like, he's like, if you're gonna give me the mid range, I'm gonna take it, but if you give me any type of room, I'm, I'm driving past you for an easy layup type game. But he had a couple threes tonight, too, and I'm like, uh oh, yeah, yeah. he did. Yeah, I think he was he one for three. and it's, it's some real trouble. Yeah, what I didn't like from the heat late is that they were allowing LeBron to go one on one. I, you can't let that happen. You got to double him. I want anybody else on that court to beat me, but LeBron yeah. did. It was several plays where he just backed like Jimmy Butler right down to the right down underneath the basket. Yeah, no one came to help, and I was just like, bro. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, 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 game you letting LeBron go one on one. I said it in a while. I said it a while back. I'm just helping off Danny Green. Yeah, that's that's really what you got to do. That's you gonna. I mean, Danny Green went two for five from three that game, so I, he probably looked like he could hit some that game. But man, at this point. He gonna have to hit two in a row for me to knock him off. That two for five do not feel right, bro. Don't. Not, at all. Let me make sure I'm correct. <laughs> he got to be the player that just like don't look at his phone, like don't go on Twitter. He can't, bro. Like, like that's all he was seeing. Two for five from three. Hey, Lakers fans the worst when it comes to something like that, bro. Man, y'all ready to throw him right. away? I saw the pe- there was another petition that he doesn't get a ring now, and it had a couple thousand thousand signatures. You know who who just be unfiltered with a Snoop Dogg don't oh, be giving Snoop no don't care, shit. Bro. I saw his. I saw he his gonna thing. let you know if you fucked up during the game. I saw his thing. Snoop Dogg got a chill. <laughs> <laughs> a tweet. A tweet I saw was that um it was like Danny Green arriving to the arena and he was playing a boogie with a hoodie. Yeah. On his phone with no no headphones, they like they really loud this man to hoop when he playing a boogie off his phone. It's something like that. It's like, yeah. Was he really? Yeah. I don't know. It might have been an old clip because it may have, it looked like well before the bubble. Um, but it, it still it was still funny, man. This is Twitter the last every time a game goes on, especially if it's a close game, Twitter's incredible. The one picture I put in the group chat, bro, when somebody photoshopped KCP with finals MVP had yeah, bro. tears, hey. bro. Tears. He looked like he was trying, he looked like he wanted that ring so bad to start off the game. He was teeing up though. He was, bro. He was teeing up though. And I had dropped that one pick in the group. So I thought I was cracking up. It was like Danny Green with an open shot, and it's a picture of Michael Kidd Gilker shooting it. <laughs> and it just looks so ugly. <laughs> you can just tell that shit is off. So we got to talk about the other big thing, man. Anthony Davis. Mm. Did he say anything in his post game about the in- injury? I just saw it was, a, it was his heel. Right, yeah, that's what I saw. He aggravated his heel contusion. 
And yeah, he did not look good in that fourth quarter. Like he was wasn't getting back on offense in a lot of cases. And Mike had a funny tweet. He said, "Come on, AD, we just need that ankle for a couple moments." That's what it was, though. It's facts. Yeah, I mean, he was literally like. You, you could see him just laboring out there. I mean, it's a reason why he wasn't really doing much. He had that big tip or, like, the tip in. But other than that, he wasn't really there. Yeah. So, I mean, moving forward, hopefully – we, we don't know, like, the, the extensions of what's going on with the injury. But hopefully this day, uh, this day he can get it to heal. He's getting the proper, you know, rest and everything for it. Tomorrow's – get the fluids going in it. So, hopefully he can play by Sunday. They were saying the same thing when he had that ankle injury before. Um but I mean, he's he gonna need him, man. We gonna need him. He's been the anchor of our defense, especially if JaVale McGee and Dwight Howard they just can't play us sometimes. We gonna he's need him. He's out the there. only person that can maybe stop Jimmy Butler on your team, mm-hmm. for real. And if he's so. not at a hundred percent, you talk about these last couple games being the good games of the series. I mean, shit, this thing could go seven if Anthony Davis is not in full position. This is going seven. What'd you say, D. Mills? I think we saw the game where LeBron was the main matchup on him. He gave him forty. Game forty. And even in this game, a, a laboring Anthony Davis gave up 35 to Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Um, but the game before that, they I mean, he, Jimmy ended up with 22, but it didn't feel like 22 oh. in, ga- in game four. It's a real goal around game. Yeah. Um, but So if Anthony Davis is injured, we, of course, we're not wishing that. We want everybody to be healthy. Of course. Um, Could you imagine that update on your phone, though? Ga- uh, I'm not Anthony to Davis about that to right miss now. game six, heal. Oh, that tweet would go ridiculous. But – Man, I think we would see LeBron. Like if, if that happened, LeBron just gotta put a mask on. I don't he, he don't even got no he ain't even got no face injury, just put a mask on. <laughs> just put a mask on. Part hey, part of me wanted to see LeBron pull this out because he was having such a big game. Me too, bro. Me it's too. just like sometimes they hit like that. And then but then again, Jimmy Butler down the stretch, you're like, I want to see Jimmy Butler do his thing too. So it's just like that's why it's just in this situation, being a neutral fan has been perfect for this series. I couldn't imagine being a Heat fan with all the heart, overtime, no heart attacks. And well, they would have been so tired, bro. Jimmy Butler played 47 minutes. He would have been crying if they put up another five up there. Was, see that? He would have been crying. Did you see that picture of like the Popeyes employee? Yeah. yeah and they put it yeah. with Jimmy Butler. It's like, yeah, that's how it felt, bro. 37 minutes. And yeah, like five points. That nigga LeBron coming uppercut, Jimmy Duck swing LeBron. Ah. It was going back and forth. That is just whoo. Yeah, look, Eric Stoltz said that that's the image of a champion before a champion. So I like that. <laughs> I like uh, that. What does that mean? <laughs> do y'all want? Do y'all want to guess how many, the most minutes? For real? No. Done? What does that mean? What did he say? What does that mean? And it looked that that's the that that's how that's the champion before a champion. Like Jimmy bent over tired. That that's oh okay when he become a champion. Do y'all want to guess the most amount of minutes Jimmy Butler has played in a single NBA game? Fifty-seven. 50, Fifty-seven. Fifty-six. Fifty-six. Fifty-three. Sixty. He played a whole hour of basketball in a triple overtime game against Orlando a few years ago. We're doing Bulls? that to beat Orlando. It's when he was with the Bulls, yeah. I had was that Hoiberg or Tibbs? I, I it was in 2014, so I think this is Thibodeau still. Oh, I could be mistaken though. It sounds like some Thibodeau would do. That's why I, I don't. Joe think... Kim played 48 minutes that game. Sheesh. <laughs> but Victor Oladipo on the other side played 57, and he gave him 35. So Vo was hooping. 
60 minutes in a game, a whole hour, a whole hour is ridiculous. Because you're playing, bro. You're playing at your hardest, man. Especially as that game goes on and I'm over tense. You're playing at your hardest. Mm. Like, and you what's crazy is that James game. Butler's a physical player. So even though he might be being physical with the other people, that shit wearing him down too. What about in the playoffs? In the playoffs? Is this Jimmy Butler still or just like this is just the most minutes played? This is uh, Jimmy Butler. Still Jimmy Butler. I'm going to go with 54. I don't think I've seen him in like a double, triple overtime playoff. 49. It's 53. Double overtime mm. against the Bucks. Mike, weren't you at this game? What game is that? Game three or four? Game three. I might have been at that game. I think you were at this game. Was, you know, I might have been. It, it, oh I no no was, no! You were in game two. My fault. You were in game two. This was game I just three. Know, it was in the game I went to. Michael Carter Williams dropped like twenty something. Like he was killing Rose. Let me see. Let me see. Oh, do we talk about different years? Then Michael Carter Williams wasn't even on this roster. So my fault. Mm-hmm. I think this is the year that uh, y'all remember Giannis punched Mike Dunleavy. Oh yeah. He was just so mad. He just had to get Mike Dunleavy out of there. What that did Mike Dunleavy play? Um, Mike, Mike Dunleavy is a player. I forget who it was. It was another NBA player that talked about Mike Dunleavy in an interview. It's like Mike Dunleavy is one of those players that a tug at your, uh, at your shorts, do like the small stuff, do like little pinch, pinch your skin and stuff that the rest don't see just to get under your skin. And he got Giannis that day. He got Giannis that day. Oh, it was also because the Bulls were also up like 40 when this happened in the, in the closeout game. So like they were just frustrated as a team. They end up losing this game 120 to 66. Well, I wish my team points. would come out there and play like that on an elimination game. Elimination game. Come on. Offensive man. rating of 69. And who was the coach of that team? Scott Skiles? I don't know. Two, is, we talking about 2015. So, I don't know. Let me look that up. I'm curious. That's not Jason Kidd, still, is it? <laughs> oh, it was right. Jason Kidd. It was Jason Kidd. I just looked it up. It was Jason Kidd. 41 and 41 record. Jason Kidd. Yep. Lost in the first round to the Bulls. Good call, Mike. Look at Mike. A little bit of his history. For real, because my dumb ass is Scott Scott. <laughs> Y'all got any predictions for game six? I want to hit Mike's. Yeah. I got... Lakers by 10, man. Your ass done picked the Lakers every game. <laughs> Have they won by 10 in the series yet? Except like, game I, I, maybe I the game, game one. one the only I game, think... right? And game two might have been by 10, too, now that I'm thinking about it. I got the series in front of me. I don't know why I haven't looked at it. They have won by 10. They won by 10 game two as well. Okay. Literally game by 10. Exactly 10. So, yeah, I, I'm going to go Lakers by 10. Hopefully, Anthony Davis is somewhere. He, he's playing. They've lost by 10, too. Lost by 11. Yeah. They were down 11 late in this game. They came back, though. Hey, I, and predictions? I just want another good game, bro. I don't care who end up with the final <laughs> score. I just I just want another game like this one, bro, because this one was crazy. The whole thing was just crazy. So hopefully it's not a 10-point game, and hopefully it's like a another three, four-point win for whatever team. That's just that's what I want. Yeah, I'm going to agree with D-Mills. Duncan Robinson probably won't have that same game. So I'm going to predict that Tyler Hero is going to step up. Maybe mm. not to the, the multitude of uh, 26 or 30 points. It may be so, but I think he's going to, it's going to be his turn. I think mm-hmm. Bam is going to have a better game, but like as far as, you know. Oh, not for real. 
They need that uh just another dude that can take the pressure off with the ball or just be a playmaker with the ball and make shots. Kind of replace that Goran Dragic role. If they got that, then like I said, they 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 still got their cylinders they can click on. Right. That's why Dragic is so such a big piece that's missing because that's just basically what he does. You know what I mean? So yeah. I got heat. I'm I'm predicting another big game from Jimmy. I think Bam gonna step up. I think this is going to be a dog fight, but I think the Heat are going to close it out. This man here just be changing up, bro. A couple, couple episodes ago, he said the Heat don't have a chance to win a game. And now he's picking them to go to game seven. He did say that. He, he said that. It's the course of watching games. The narrative can change a little bit. You see a little different. But the narrative should have but, never been sweet. Yeah, especially after just game one. Hey, like, after game one, it looked like they had no chance. But you, can say that, you can say that in a lot of situations. Yeah. As a basketball fan, you should know that game one is just hey, the game hey, one. Hey, after game one versus Portland, it's like the Lakers had no chance. Portland was giving it giving it to him. And he picked Portland. <laughs> he so, did pick Portland, you're right. I guess he's just one of those guys. Game one type dude. <laughs> um, I only saw a little bit of love to Russell Westbrook. Uh, when he was in a bubble, he left a huge tip to the people that were there. I think it was like $8,000 or something like that. That's good. Uh, <laughs> so shout out to Russell Westbrook. Um, say whatever you want about him on the court, but off the court, it seems like he's a, he's a great human being and helping out the people that uh, that need it the most. So shout out to him for that. I'm trying to think if there's any other storylines. Let's talk about Steph Curry's shoe. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about Steph Curry's shoe. Let's spend the, the next 20 minutes talk about Steph Curry's shoe. Initial thoughts. Bro, uh, I didn't know what that was when you dropped it in the chat. I didn't I know, know what that was. He was dropping. But these are his signature shoes, right? These are his. So, so you know how Jordan has Jordan under Nike. Steph Curry's right. having Steph Curry under Under Armour. So this is the first look at the new logo. First look at the new signature shoe. I can I cannot be more disappointed. Saying I was so ready to support. They dropped the ball heavy. I mean, for this to be his first under his like own brand under Under Armour, I wanted something so sexy. Like, and then so on, was like, did they give him? They gave him a new logo. I thought he had no, like they the, gave him a new logo. His no, old Jordan logo looked way better. Job, man. His the that, old logo looked way better, and it wasn't even like Under Armour I mean, logo. What was the other SC? Logo? It, it was just the SC. SC that makes thirty. I know exactly. Okay, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, because right. this one is supposed to be like a three and then a zero. So it's like it's supposed to look like this. No, I know. I mean, people. People are gonna start eventually recognizing him, bro. But they should have just stuck with the old logo, man. Yeah, nah. I don't know how much say he had had in this, but this shoe's got awful. <laughs> the top comment says, "Nice sketchers, bro." People ain't gonna start wanting until he dropped fifty in them joints. I would. I don't care. That's just a terrible colorway, anyway. Like, maybe if they come out with a colorway that make me just so sure, but that right there ain't it. I just think that the model of the... I mean, at this point, right, we've seen so many different shoe models. I feel like it's going to be hard to come out with a new signature shoe and it'd be like, wow, revolutionary, right? But this, it just looks very generic. The shoe model just looks very generic. And I, again, I'm not a specialist in the situation. I don't know what they could do to change it. But like, as a consumer, this is not a shoe I would see on the shelf and be like, I want to hoop in those or I want to wear those. It's yeah, just, I wouldn't even want to like... I, mean, I can't even think if people just want to wear these casually. Those look like these, lows. They kind of like... Good question. What the fuck? I can see somebody said mids. And, uh, I think these might be lows. I think these might be lows. I can't really tell. Those are lows. Yeah, I'm going to go low. 
I'm gonna go to this guy's Instagram account, see if there's more pictures, bro. Those are definitely legend of winning. Even though they ugly, I would not be surprised to steal <laughs> KB gets up here and he shows up one day when he's hooping in. No, no, no. I thought KB I like when he, I thought he did. I thought, I thought he did too. I thought he did too. Oh, I thought that was my picture. Are oh, you funny? You wear embraces and shit. When is it? Kenny ever wore them shit like that? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, these are bad. They're called no, Curry three zero five. Three zero five. I might have to cop. What? What? what what's the significance <laughs> for Steph Curry? Three zero five. Three zero five. Hey, hey. I don't know. But, mean, uh, the Car- the Kobe sixes are fire. Me and Pierre both have a pair of Kobe sixes. The Kobe four, I mean, not Kobe, <laughs> Curry. The Curry fours, Curry sixes, fire. They took a huge step back with this one. A lot of people when they release their first signature shoe, it's a lot of times. First, first, I mean, not I mean not the first, but like his first like away from his bad. first what? It's first like it. being under his own brand and under. It's under this- Armour. It's just his own section now. I'm confused on who, who does this guy know to have this shoe? Steph Curry. <laughs> He's, yeah, I get, yeah, he probably just knows Steph Curry. Hey, but guess what? We in a 305, 305. Hey, D-Mills, let me see here. 305, 305. Hey, hey, we in Oh, dance. I just, it's not my Oh, no. This guy 100% <laughs> Steph Curry because he's got a couple different samples in his story of this same shoe, but different versions of it. That's dope, because that green, I don't know why he posted green. And this one's got like a metallic silhouette to it. No, this, no, you know, no, he knows Steph Curry. All of these shoes in the story are Steph Curry's, bro. Funny. That's another, like a gray colorway. Just but, straight. Regardless, is the colorways making a difference, though? That's the, the thing. The straight gray colorway does look a lot better than the green one that they drop. Oh, they might drop. So for sure. For sure. Ew. Are y'all ready for next gen? Yeah, next gen's gonna be fire. I gotta find I just it. Xbox party still. Bro, just join on your phone. You join on your phone or, or join on your laptop, bro. That's exactly what I do. I'm on my PC. I join the party. I'm never on Xbox anymore, really. I'm on my PC. So they I don't think they're gonna change that. I think they're gonna keep that the same thing. Where you, you're able to talk to the homies even if you don't have the newest console. That would be my guess. Oh, just buy the new console. Just buy the new console, bro. BR cutting the check, ain't they? That's $400 just to talk. What's your cell phone is? Yeah, I was going to say, you be paying your cell phone just to talk, don't you? Well, how about start playing a damn game? I, I have no <laughs> What's you saying? Now so Skate 5 drop, drop, you don't want to play Skate 5? It just dropped. How you ain't going to drop on next the party? You know, he also need to get back on that Fortnite, man. You was Fortnite king out here playing with the fans, Fast. getting all the does, bro. Hey, you remember when you got your first Fortnite dub? Yeah, I used to hide in the bushes. <laughs> I just wanted him to say that. That's all. That's all. Here <laughs> yeah, too. What's the word there, Mike? You trying to see what the fort about nowadays? Nah, I'm not trying to get hit by no car. Where they playing Juice World? <laughs> <laughs> Are they playing what? You didn't see that clip? They had a clip of dude like he had killed somebody in Fortnite, hopped in the car, then turned on the radio and started playing Juice World, cruising around. <laughs> oh man, bro. Yeah, like crazy. All right. Well, we appreciate y'all watching this episode through the wire. Um, leave us five-star ratings. We don't normally say that, but it does help the algorithm get us out there more. Leave us five-star ratings. Leave a like on this video. Um, Go watch the we, last episode from yesterday. Yeah, watch the Javon Carter uh, episode because that was fire. Definitely a great one. 
And I think that's it. I think we out. Peace. Later, y'all.